Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jesse HS, and this is a special 420 edition of the Heart Guy Media Podcast, which is going to be very entertaining because I am indeed straight edge, and my guest today is also straight edge. So there's going to be a lot of straight edge talk. We're going to talk uh, straight edge superheroes. We're going to talk um, movies that convey a straight edge message. And even if you drink or you smoke weed and you're celebrating this holiday, Tune in, because we are open-minded, even though we're straight-edge, um, and it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to poke fun of ourselves. Uh, we're going to poke fun of everyone who isn't straight-edge, um, but it's all in good fun. Uh, myself and my guest, Charles Beekner of Doom Tunes. Uh, check him out on Instagram, at Doom Tunes. Um, but yeah, uh, it's going to be a light-hearted episode. Uh, nothing serious, nothing heavy. Uh, just having fun with it, and, uh, if you see Straight Edge in the description and you're deterred, you're turned away from this episode, um, fuck you, lighten up. Uh, I'm fine with it. You should be fine with it. Let's make fun of each other. Let's have fun. Uh, but without further ado, let's get to the episode, um, with my guest, uh, Charles Beekner. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is uh, Jesse HS, and this is the Hard Guy Media Podcast. It is April 20th. It is. So, it is 420. So, fittingly, we are doing a straight-edge episode where we are going, we're going to talk straight-edge superheroes. Yes, we are. Uh, I guess we could expand a little bit into like maybe movies and music that has like a... That would probably help, because it's a lot easier to pick the bad guys. Oh, yeah. To find out what Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so... What? Let's let's think because we were brainstorming a little because yeah, this we is going to be uh, it's, it's a lot harder than we thought. Yeah, yeah. So straight edge superheroes, it's it's hard because if you don't know the whole comic like storylines, you like could some you side could o- story where they get addicted yes. to heroin. Or you something could like you could overlook a wild night at a bar. Yeah, you could. That could be on a half a page. You could of a of you a could comic. just cover it with some black ink. But superheroes, because I guess that'll expand into movies. Because are there what superhero movies are there that aren't comic books? Super, oh, that's tough because they're they're strictly like com- comic they're strictly comic movies, based. Huh? Like I was about to say, Kick Ass, but no, that was that was a comic book first. I was about to say because that's a that's a superhero movie. Man, they should create more superheroes for the screen, like without comics. But obviously, yeah. if they're born, I mean, that whole genre is just born of comics. It is. But one we talked about, we can dive in pretty pretty easily. Yeah, here. The, easy ones. the Teenage, Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. Easiest ones. Teenagers, they just love pizza, they love skateboarding. And beating up ninjas. And beating up ninjas. Um, and any kind of villain that could be like a fly, mm-hmm. or, you know, like a, a, a brain. A, a brain. <laughs> and a stomach. Yeah, yeah a, lot of, a lot of weird characters in that but, version. But... Never once have I, and I'm a pretty, I can consider myself a pretty big Ninja Turtles fan. Exactly. Never seen any of them drink or smoke. Nope. And I can attest to that too. I've never seen it either. And, you know, they have the eat pizza, don't do drugs. They're the ultimate PMA superheroes. They really are. It's the best. You know, and they were made, marketed for like children and teenagers. So promote positive messages and stuff like that. It was never like just anything negative. It was always like learning lessons and. Just all sorts of stuff like that. So. Yeah. So I'm trying to. Yeah, they were like, their whole thing was. I love that. Like there was never like Raphael was a little. He was a little negative. He's a little hard edged. Uh, yeah, he was, was a little tough. But for the most part, as a collective, they were always positive. Mm-hmm. They you never saw them like dive or or like even really have any kind of. Uh, personality flaws yeah, maybe no. michelangelo eating a last slice of yeah, pizza yeah he's kind of a dirtbag yeah, yeah. But... <laughs> he's kind of a glu- gluttony he's guilty yeah, of gluttony yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Raphael doesn't have anger issues yeah, that's yeah. His. and yeah they all have some but it's nothing like yeah terrible. nothing major we're yeah. we're just splitting hairs here if we're trying to talk negatives about basically yeah they're the ultimate straight edge superhero gang though. They are, they are, which is pretty sick. And they're into skateboarding. They are into skateboarding, which definitely adds. So to I'm gonna guess to that they're all like big suicidal tendencies fans. Probably. They gotta be, probably. right? They got I bet they have the snapbacks in their room. Oh yeah, definitely. 
So, Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd is an easy one. Obviously, because he's Obviously. enforcing the law. He is the law. And he can't break it. But, yes, definitely him. Especially The cool thing about the comic books, too, is, like, it always tackles, like, the drug problems, like, in whatever... Right, right. He was always, like, it was always, like... When did the comics start? When was the, the basis? Like in the, the early 80s. Okay. I forget. I'm probably wrong, but I believe in the early 80s. And, like, almost, like, every graphic novel that was made with him in it yeah there's usually like some like panels with like he's fighting like drug dealers or he's fighting like crackheads and stuff like that like real like world problems but put in like a sci-fi universe yeah so it's yeah. pretty cool so but like you know they got like the different crazy drug names that like make him yeah, grow yeah. bigger and stuff like that it's like you know all out of control but it's usually like almost like a commentary on like what was actually going on during yeah. the time period whether it be the 80s 90s 2000s yeah stuff like that but so like uh in the 70s like heroin became like a big thing mm-hmm. like it towards the end of the hippie era yeah and then you know into the 70s which killed so many musicians mm-hmm. and and what have you but the 80s were like 80s were like when all the like parties the all, all the uppers yeah. yes exactly like coke and psych- like math psychedelics and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And Everything all the, like, the, the trucker range. math started mm-hmm. like becoming a boom and stuff. Yeah. Um now, was it always was his main was Dredd's like main uh I don't wanna say adversary, but were yeah, were all of his main adversaries like Usually like gang drug leaders, rela- drug gang lords and, and stuff like that. Like even in the movies you see it. With yeah, yeah, like of that. course. Like the the two movies that are made. But it's definitely, like, he's always fighting some type of criminal. It's usually a drug dealer and stuff like that, or a gang leader. Like, that's always, like, the overlaying enemy. He doesn't really have, like, one specific enemy. Yeah. He's always just fighting, like, the scum of, basically, the city. Yeah. That's always, like, the main theme and the main, like, messages, like, anti-drug and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool that that's always been throughout the series. Yeah. So definitely, definitely cool. It's kind of, I mean, obviously, we've recently seen, like, a remake of Judge Dredd with Dredd. Yes. And I believe we talked about that yep. too a little while ago, but it was definitely a good one, but that was definitely heavy like on like the the drug leader. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, like it was like that was like a huge mm-hmm. storyline in the movie, like, yeah. With the scenes too, yeah. like with the slow motion stuff like that. Which, which was, was really amazing. Cool. It was, that was amazing. Really cool. Um I I think with if anybody could find flaws in that, it definitely 100% wasn't with the cinematography no, in that, that film because it was shot beautifully. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But, um but uh, RoboCop obviously has seen yep. a remake recently too. All the all the you know police officer characters basically. In yeah, the yeah, comic yeah. Roles, you could say. But I'm surprised yeah, that uh, like obviously RoboCop like again uh, again like fighting like a gang. Yeah, he's he's always fighting gangs, always fighting drug dealers. You know, he's just saving everyone. He doesn't like he'll save you know the prostitutes because you see that in like some of the comic books and stuff too. So he's not like partial to like yeah. He, he helps everyone that needs help, which is the cool part. Shit, I just thought of a superhero that's definitely. not comic based which who one? is definitely one hundred percent straight edge. Really, Terminator. Oh shit, you're right. And he, he obviously didn't start as a superhero. No, he started he as a supervillain. Yeah, he did. He did. But he he found. But once found Terminator Jesus. two, yeah. So once Terminator two came, he he. He went heels to Jesus, he as does. they say. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. That's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he he's a cybernetic organism. Yeah, exactly. There living tissue over a metal endoskeleton. Mm-hmm. He has no desire to get high. No, he's not smoking that dang kush. No. He is. <laughs> he's, he's not, not smoking trying. the dang kush. He's not. He's not. He's not sipping down those beers. Or but he's 100% a superhero. He is. And he doesn't do anything. Too evil. Besides, we, you know, kill a lot of things. Yeah, that, yeah. That's about it. We can look past After that. you get past the first film, yeah. anything, anybody who's been killed after that point is all just like... In the name of Jesus. Yeah, in the name yeah, of yeah. Uh, saving, Robot Jesus. saving the world. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if John Connor's Jesus. Yeah, we'll, we'll say that. Yeah, it's yeah. Kind of, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, kind it of imagery. Is, yeah. Kind of imagery. <laughs> Savior of the new world. Um, oh my God. Stuff. Yeah, super villains, like, definitely, like, Predator probably doesn't get high. No, no, he, he gets high off of bloodshed. That's true. Yeah, he. Wait, no, what's he that def- shit? What's the shit that he? Because <laughs> like, I'm trying to think where he regenerates himself. Oh my god! Like he has like the vial and shit like in oh, the I second know. one. Oh yeah, oh, which no. is he which does is, needles. Yeah, he does. Do, he does oh, that sick fuck. Oh okay, <laughs> count him out. Yeah. We're saying it now. And he fucking is not using a piece of shit. <laughs> and I would say maybe alien, but he has a mouthful of acid. So that's fucking that. true. Yeah. So it's see, it's easier to pick the ones that aren't straight edge. 
It is. I mean, we could do probably a four-hour episode on that. Oh, my God. Easily. And, like, how the Joker is probably a Man, psychedelic. Man, I never, I never pegged fucking Predator for a junkie, but he is that he sick might fuck. Be. yeah. Jesus. <laughs> God. Just when you think you know someone. But the Punisher definitely... I feel like it, he's, like, smoked in... Has he? <sighs> I don't... See, I, I feel like he has a drinking problem. Yeah, I yeah. Feel like, I feel like he definitely has that, but he is a good figurehead for Strange because he does... Blow away like all of these characters blowing away the drug dealers. Yeah, blowing yeah. away the cartels, killing all the bad guys. If so anybody out there is listening, if you can prove that the Punisher is straight edge, let us know. Yes, we're probably getting a lot of things wrong. Yeah, so feel free to correct us. Um, although I'm sure a certain percentage saw that this episode said straight edge, and they completely were like, "Oh, I'm not downloading that." <laughs> oh, they hit let's the exit see. button to get rid of it. I'm trying to think. Freddy... Oh, let's dive into horror. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely down with that. Yeah, let's do it. Jason! It's the ultimate straight edge! Oh my god, of course! He's stopping teenagers from premarital sex. You know, he's doing everything right. Yeah, he's literally... He's hardline as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, no having fun. I'll kill you all. Don't leave your bed. He probably doesn't kill video game players, though. No, because, I mean, they're not doing anything. Well, he does kill you in the video games. Does kill you in, in both the, the NES ones. original and the new one. I was gonna say I terrible. think I thought Freddy might be. Um, I mean, but do what you're allowed to do, Freddy Krueger though, because he's. But kinda... in the third one, he does have the needles and he gets he her does, high yeah. on you know whatever. So the he's fuck. a dealer in that one. Yeah, the sick fuck. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Oh, you know who else? And I don't know if you've seen the films. Have you ever seen the Sleepaway Camp films? No, I have not. But that's on my list. Yes. Okay. So Angela Baker. Now okay. we're going. We're going like super horror villains, but okay. whatever. We got to cover some ground here. Yeah. Um, we had to have something for you. And I know uh, the band Casey Jones has a couple quotes that she has from the second one. Yeah, that's awesome. Which actually, the girl that plays her, Felissa Rose, plays her in the first one, and it's a, the first one's amazing. Has an amazing ending. But in the second one, Pamela Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen's sister, plays Angela Baker in the second mm-hmm. and third one. Okay. Which is pretty funny. It is pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, she's ultimate straight edge, too. Like, she, if you smoke, if you drink, if you're acting promiscuous. Oh, oh dear. You're going down. Okay. You're getting fucking burned alive. Really? Oh, dude. I have to watch this movie. Dude, well, they're super, the first one's, like, serious, and the first one's, like, great. Second and third, way more lighthearted. Kind of like Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, exactly. Which, we'll get to Leatherface in a minute. Oh, Leatherface definitely doesn't fuck with him. Yeah, we'll get to him. But, okay, so Sleepaway. All right, that'll be the next one I watch. But let's go to Leatherface. Texas Leatherface, Chainsaw. Leatherface, like... A bunch of hippie teens. Oh, yeah. He's, he's getting rid of them. He's cutting off their faces. He's making beautiful masks. I mean, that's... Not... His... Clearly, though, Leatherface I... is 100% not vegan. No, definitely not <laughs> vegan. Definitely. This is not vegan straight up. No, no, heroes. no. And it, he's technically not a hero, but, I mean, he does make stuff that would sell great on Etsy. Just so. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's I a mean, hell of a craftsman. I mean, he would have over a thousand sales by now. Oh, 100%. Definitely. Be doing that. <laughs> Maybe he has a Depop store. <laughs> um, uh, Yeah, killing hippies. Killing hippies. I think something the drugs. almost everyone can get her behind. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, who needs? <laughs> yeah. Screw them. No, no one likes the smell of patchouli. No. I mean, by the same token, were the hippies kind of at the forefront of, like, the vegetarian movement in the 60s they and They were, 70s? but you know what? We're not talking about that, because we just want them to be gone. They were fake. They probably aren't still vegetarian. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> they all ate at McDonald's during the rallies. They're trying to justify buying range-free chicken. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you know, it's actually okay. Yeah, yeah. They were hand-fed Doritos for five years, so... Uh, let's see. What other superheroes? Spider-Man. We've never yeah. seen Spider-Man, Spider-Man drink or smoke, a, is right? Spider-Man is a good man, because, like, he's in the comic books. He's a teenager. He's not doing anything That's bad. That's right. He's trying to do everything right. He's trying to stop crime, like, do justice for all, while being a cool, crazy, weird teenager. But yeah, just trying to hold it together. Hold together and not crap his pants at the prom. That's right. Like everyone. <laughs> like I did. I'm going to talk about yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Batman, Bruce Wayne, obviously. We wish, we wish he could be. He would be great. He would. He be would great. be great. Maybe that we could say the Batman persona is the Batman persona. His alter we could edge say. ego. His alter, yes, his edge ego. <laughs> and then it's basically his false straight edge, but that's okay. We'll just roll with it for right now. Because Bruce Wayne, you know, he's a party boy. 
He's like a playboy, so you know he's got the champagne. Yeah, and you know he's got he's he probably does some probably does some drugs. Yeah, I feel like he's a blow guy. Yeah, he, I feel like he's got to. He's got to stay awake of, somehow. Yeah, how do you? How I do mean, you do all those charities? How you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How you fucking? How you pulling double duty? Like, I got this fucking charity <laughs> event. I'm showing up in my in my goddamn Rolls Royce, and, and then, then he has to go be Batman at some point. And then he has to just go fist fight battle people. The and then come home, been... and then like he's got a board meeting the next day yeah, or something. At three o'clock in the morning, because that's what businessmen do. I think I don't really know, but so let's say Batman is just his own thing. We'll just go with that. Same deal. Yeah, he's fighting bad guys, doing the right thing, stopping the drug dealers. I feel like I'm saying this with everyone, but it's true. It, it is true. true, and he does it. But it's cool too because, especially in the Batman world, like drugs have always been like a big part of like the super villains and stuff like that's that. That's their ultimate. Like, that's usually it's been such an easy creation of like. I mean, obviously, like it. It's so easy to because it's so real. Yeah, because they drugs take true crime and gangs stuff, are like in this fantasy world, especially. I mean, obviously now too, but now I feel like the drug issues have become like more mm-hmm. home-based. They're yeah, pharmaceuticals, they're pills, they're yeah. synthetic stuff, synthetic heroin, all this stuff yeah. that has become like, like people, you know, like making meth. All these are mm-hmm. drugs. They're just drugs that are harder to get caught or easier to make and things like that. Like, yeah. you know, the pharmaceutical company is like, the biggest the, the biggest drug dealers in the world like yeah, exactly. they get more people addicted that's than anyone that's a big thing in the batman like world yeah like these giant corporations like filling people up with these different drugs and stuff They're like that f- not yeah. telling them stuff like yeah and a good example of like one of the main villains that is like you know he does drugs is um bane you know he he juices yeah he, that's how he became you know the giant guy oh yeah he is, you know he's he, right at af he is yeah he is <laughs> He's a thick old man <laughs> with three C's. Wait, can Doom Tunes do a shirt that has Bane on it? It says just "thick like, old man." I would love to do that. It's just him turned backwards, pointing at his ass. I would love that. You know what? That's thick the next old Doom man. Tune. Thick old man. Oh god. Okay, that's the next official release you've heard uh, here. Let's. <laughs> you said uh, Thor has like some like. Did you say Th- Thor or He Man? He Man. No, He Man. He Man. Like. He-Man, like, you know, in the original series, they would have, like, little side episodes and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. they would have anti-drug messages, like, anti-violence ones. So it's pretty cool, because, like, even, like, as early on as that, there were messages like that in yeah. the show and stuff like that. Not, like, um in the direct episodes, but, like, in these little spin-offs that they would do. Yeah. Much like the G.I. Joes as well, where they would have very similar stuff with, yeah. like, the little side panels where it's like, oh, you know, help your friends or blah, blah, blah. They would always have, like, those positive messages did the, to talk kids. Did the G.I. Joes and the He-Man, those two were, those two, uh, what do we want to say, like, shows, yeah, cartoons, mm-hmm. were in the 80s, though, right? Yeah, yes. Okay, so yeah. that was, like, during the Reagan years. Yeah, so, exactly, like, yeah. Reagan was a big, you know, war on drugs proponent. Mm-hmm. So I, that was probably a product of the times, but Definitely. still, like, um, I don't know. I've always favored pizza to drugs so and I i've seen pizza. the yeah so like i i don't like i and we've talked we talked about this before we were recording was uh you know the ninja turtles slogan like say no to the drugs say yes to pizza yeah exactly thing. it's the best like that's all you need yeah pizza for real you might get fat but it's yeah, great yeah yeah no one it still cares works about, yeah carbs are better than than it Odin. Odin. We'll yeah yeah, we'll yeah. That. That, be you can next... lose the carbs yeah, exactly. if you overdose you can't yeah, take no. that back Mm-mm. So, unless you know you do the Pulp Fiction scene where someone's oh yeah yeah you do the but old... that that's that's hard that's yeah hard. <laughs> no one wants to go through that it's no, much no. easier to just go to the gym and work the pizza off than it is exactly. to get a needle and it's to drive chest. to your dealer's house and then have him stick the needle yeah for real that, that that's scene. way too much work that is that's way, way too, too much. much stress I don't get too much I don't get too stressed after I eat pizza and if you really do follow the movie Pulp Fiction you'd have to drive into their house as well with your car that's and true that's that's a lot of damage on your vehicle. <laughs> I guess I wouldn't mind if I had John Travolta's hair in that movie. Yeah, that is pretty great hair. What happened to him? He he went off the deep end. He went off the deep end real quick. But he isn't a superhero, so we're not talking about him. He was in the Punisher movie, though, right? Wasn't he the villain in the 2000... uh... Did I even see that one? That was with Thomas Jane. Did you ever see that one? I don't think I actually did. That might be one I haven't seen. John Travolta was the villain in that movie. That's insane. Wasn't he? I I don't remember. I remember that one. What other straight edge superheroes do we have? Was uh, Thor? 
Did Thor ever? Uh, no, because Thor probably drinks a ton. He's a Viking. Oh, that's true. So he's just listening to fucking Amon and Marth and like yeah, drinking no, out of a goblet. Yeah, he's just listening to thrash metal. And, <laughs> yeah, he's got all sorts of Valkyries around him. He's probably living the dream. But I'm trying to think of who else we got because it's 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 it it is hard. It is hard. <laughs> very few, we we have picked to make, a we quick picked a quite a hard topic. Yeah, this is a hard topic. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of the people that we have chosen are technically villains. Oh, yeah, definitely. Which doesn't make it any easier, but, you know, however you got to get the message across. That's know. right. John Travolta was in the 2004 he was, Punisher. Okay, okay. That's amazing. I would have never thought that. You haven't seen that one? I haven't seen that one. That one's actually pretty good. I'll, I'll watch it. It's pretty good. I'll it's watch. not as good as Dolph Lundgren in that. That's in the, the one I remember. Yes, yes that, that one's one amazing. amazing. I don't know why, but the geishas in that oh, yeah. creep me the hell out. No, yeah, they're creepy as hell. I don't know why. That just terrified me. Um, oh, what the hell is it? Ghost in the Shell movie? No, no. How it was, was that? actually great, but like the robot geishas and that, they will scare the shit out of you because they're like robots. Really? And, like their face opens up. But that movie was really good, though. I loved it? it. I don't care what people. I'm gonna have say. to check it. out. Did you see um, Atomic Blonde? I had mixed feelings about it. I haven't seen that one. I did see Lucy. I did like Lucy. Lucy, see good. that? I, All three Scarlett Johansson films. I mean, I do love Scarlett. Johansson. Yeah. Uh, shout out to E.T. E.T.'s a huge. Uh, he loves all three of those movies. I know for okay. a fact. But he's a huge Scarlett Joe. Uh, Scarlet Joe. Fan. I mean, you kind of have to be. As everyone should be. Yeah. Did you ever see Don John? No. That's a weird one, but it's good. She's in it. She's Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in it too. I'll check it out. It's a strange one. It sounds like it. Yeah, it's it's really strange. Um, let's see. Straight edge superheroes. Do we have anyone left? I I honestly don't think so. Michael Myers is. I mean, we're talking horror. I mean, all the silent serial killers. You can kind of say yes, but we don't know. I mean, it might pan off to him, and he's just taking off his mask and hitting a crack pipe. Yeah, he's got to be no. Myers definitely got to be an angel dust or something. Yeah, he takes a fucking lick. I mean, he can just walk at the same pace and still catch up to you. So he must be doing angel dust or whatever speed. He's getting coat hangers. He's been shot. He's been fucking. Yeah, he's uh, he's been through a lot. The poor guy. Yeah. But I'm guessing the Angel Dust... He had to have done Angel Dust. Something like that. Is Angel Dust even around? Is Angel Dust It probably has some new name. I feel like it's probably Bath Salts. Bath Salts. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. There's not many drugs Bath Salts just sounds just like, like something you get at one of those, like, I don't do know. Do you remember that, like, five or six years ago? Oh, yeah. Well, like, when people were, like, eating people and shit? I remember being in high school and that coming out, and everyone was, like, super into Black Ops, like, zombies. And yeah. that's all they would make references. Like, oh, it's oh, gonna be God. just, like, Black Ops. And I just wanted to punch every kid in my school. <laughs> So, yeah. Um, well. But is there any, let's, okay, let, let's deviate a little bit. Is, are there any, um, are there any uh, movies, not necessarily movies. superhero, hmm. but that are, have a straight edge message? Uh, I would definitely say Pulp Fiction in a way, like, talks about, like, shows kind of like the dangers of drugs. Like, like, oh, yeah, definitely. Because obviously, you know, she ODs in one of the scenes, and it's a very, like, intense scene, like, it's, it's a little startling, yeah. like, if you've never, like, really seen something like yeah. that. Like, that's definitely very intense, but, you know, that definitely has an underlying message, obviously, all the guys in the yeah, movie yeah. Are, like, doing drugs the whole yeah. time, but, you know, that has, like, some messages about, like, the dangers and stuff like that, but... And obviously, we talked about, like, with the Friday 13th movies, obviously, Jason yeah. is a... A big, uh, there's obviously at <laughs> least straight edge message, messages in yeah, there. Yeah, no, they're definitely a lot. It's definitely easier to do the messages one. But, yeah, definitely Jason stopping those teens from doing things they shouldn't. I feel like cop, like any kind of... Um, any cop movie you can say. You know, but then again, you also have like cops the, like the drinking cops. and yeah. like, you know. Most cops in the movies are alcoholics. Yeah, because like it's, it's so funny because it's almost like a, a crossed out like... I don't know. It sucks because we need Lethal Weapon. Our... I want Lethal Weapon to be like a yeah, straight edge movie. Yeah, you wish you could say, but, but it like definitely. Riggs isn't. is just like getting hammered because oh, yeah. he's like. I mean, you feel bad Hanging for the guy because he, he lost like his <laughs> lost his wife, and he's just like. He's just, I feel like that's Mel Gibson's real life. Oh no, he's just he did not have to like change his. They're just like uh, he he didn't have a script. I guarantee it. They're just like just like, just like act- Mel, Mel, Mel. Can, can you do us a favor? Yeah, yeah. What's up? Can you just be like a beach bum and just. Get shit faced now. Like you mean, just do what I do every day? Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. That's perfect. Perfect. You're, you're probably like, you live in a trailer on the beach. Yeah. Oh, you want to just go to my place because that's where I show like what I have. <laughs> there are needles everywhere. Yeah. Um, let me think. Yeah, it's probably the hardest thing we've ever chosen. It really is. You know who I think is? I don't know if you're a fan at all. Are you a Seinfeld fan at all? Yeah, I 
I, I, I do like it. I hate to admit it, but I do like it because I used to not, but I love it now. I don't think Jerry Seinfeld, I, I know for a fact he doesn't smoke. You know what? I've seen him with a cigar in an episode. Never mind. Damn Fuck. It. Like, well, one of the things you were talking about before is how we kind of wish we could all say the X-Men. Oh, my God. Of course. Because that's like yes. the symbol of straight edge. Yes. I like to think in spirit they're the symbol of straight edge because of how many But we talked about Beast seen. Boy obviously yeah. being We vegetarian. did talk about Beast Boy. Yes. I definitely don't feel like he's messing with the kush. No, no. <laughs> I mean, if he is, he's probably doing edibles. Uh, yeah, we're probably doing brownies yeah. or something like that. <laughs> he seems like that guy. He seems kind of like a frat kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. But Wolverine just had like, he could have been. He could have been. He could have been our straight edge, like God, ultimate superhero. But he couldn't be because he has. He loves cigars, and he loves drinking, and literally everything he's ever been in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which sucks. So I guess I mean, what was the first music-wise? I mean. Are there any newer straight edge? There aren't really a lot of newer straight edge bands. Here's the thing: I feel like th- they do come out, and we were kind of talking about this earlier. Like the the bands do come out as straight edge, blah blah blah. But then like you a year or two years later, they're not, or they just not promoting, or they break up because you one know. of the members is a yeah. straight edge and stuff like that. But you know, and I get that and whatnot. But like definitely, if I were to say a newer, like. Not even new. They've been around for a harm's way. Yeah. A lot yeah. of straight edge messages in that because the guy, like, he's a bodybuilder. He's straight edge. He, like, yeah. A lot of the songs are about one of my favorite uh, songs called Ease My Mind. Love yeah. that fucking it, song. It's a great song. He's like, I'd rather die than ease my mind. That's like, just like words like I live. That I, is I a fucking it. amazing. I, I, I'll tell you what. I That came on when I was driving home mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. And I just like. You, you just want had, to punch a hole through a wall. Yes. And it's you, amazing. Like, when things like when lyrics like that that are like stick with you that are yeah stick with you that are so like you instantly hear them and like I love that song yeah. I hadn't heard it in a, in a while but like when it popped on I was just like fuck I was just like yeah. that is like that it, is it's tough as hell when you actually like hear something like that and like I mean we're kind of like edge gushing right mm-hmm. now so you're gonna have to deal with it if you're sorry I'm like kind of sweating yeah. edge over here <laughs> Um, but yeah, like when that, ha- and not all the members in that band are straight edge. Just one is not, but they said this in their interview, like we still consider ourselves straight edge band. Yeah. That's what we started as. And that's what we write about. And I guess the guy that like isn't is more like a Tory member. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I get that. And I think that they are still straight edge. To the I club. love it. I yeah, love it. Exactly. And I actually, I want to say I saw a shirt and I could, could be wrong, but I think it was a, they might've had like a pentagram on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it Hail said, Satan? No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, but they had one, I think, that said Satanic Straight Edge. That's awesome. And I thought it was hilarious. That, like, that's that a great amazing. shirt. I would totally buy that in a second. I remember, and we're gonna, we'll talk a little bit about Harm's Way, because I fucking love that band. That's a great band. It's probably one when of my favorites. When I first saw them, the singer, James, came mm-hmm. out with a fucking ski, ski mask Yeah, on. he used to beat the shit out of people. Dude, he just, literally walked out, like, with a ski mask yeah. on, and, like, they were just, like, ringing in, and, like... I think they fucking opened with, like, Scrambled or something. Oh, my God. And, like, he just fucking, like, jumped in the crowd. And I was just like... He, like, he does almost, yes, like, like, a, a Street like a, Fighter, yeah, like, level. Yeah. Like, like a Superman punch. punch. Yeah, it's amazing. I saw that, and I was immediately... And that was before I even knew that really the band good. was, like, a really yeah. a straight-edge band. Yeah, because he, he used to have the giant black Yes, yes the big, fat, old-school yeah. ones. You know what's funny, though, is he's actually brought back out the ski mask. Really, he's he's, he's, he's won yes. a couple of shows. Yeah, just a couple, but I've seen pictures and it's awesome, dude. I when I first, like I said, I didn't know that they were a straight edge band, mm-hmm. and I had just listened to very little of them, and I was just yeah. like, I'll check out their live that's set. When, that's when Scrambled came out. Yeah, okay. Well, oh, wait, wait, yeah, what's um, it called again? Isolation. Isolation. Yeah. When, it was right around the time. I think it was like the month Isolation came out. That's awesome. That that would be. And like they fucking opened with Scrambled and like that that build, and I was just like. Because oh, that, that record has, like, so much noise on it, too. That's awesome. Like, just, yeah, like, the background, a, like, creepy instrumentals. It's, like, something out of Jarvin Carpenter movie. Yeah, that it's is, great. like, a fuck... That is... Have you, what do you think of the new record? Oh, I think it's fantastic. Fucking amazing. It's probably one of the best things they put out. Fucking amazing. And the thing that that band has done so well recently, it's, like, they got grooves. They have such good grooves in, like, the music. Yeah, it's they're awesome. not just, like, a simple... Uh, no, like, you, you want to, like, dance and punch people yeah. to it. It's great. Um... Yeah, fucking amazing, uh, amazing songs, and there's 
a lot more going on. Like you said, like there's a lot of like sounds and yeah, like no, different they, stuff in that record in isolation. Like, experimented and, with like the noise mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I was a big fan of Ross too. Yeah, the exactly. Previous like, record. They started with isolation, doing more of the noise, and then like they just went off from there. And they, it's almost like neurosis just got groovy and heavy. As yeah, well. yeah, it's exactly. Just, it's beautiful. Exactly. That's why I love that band. Um. I mean, this is kind of, it's kind of going to be an easy question probably for you, but what, what was the first, obviously, I mean, it's kind of like a dead giveaway. What, what band got you into being straight edge? Well, you know, (laughs) if I were to say, it might be Earth Crisis. And it might be because I am also the spawn of Mr. Crisis. (laughs) The only spawn, so that makes me the son of Crisis. You are the soul. Which I feel like if I ever wrote a comic book about a strange superhero, he'd be called the son of Crisis. Oh my god, I'm going to do that. Nobody steal it. (laughs) Oh my god, that's amazing. (laughs) That's actually a great idea. Wait, you should have, like, that should definitely be, like, your moniker. That should be, like, the first comic book Doom Tunes ever creates. Coming 2019. Let's give it a date. But when was the first time, like, you, that, like... Even if it wasn't like... I think like... the first time I actually ever saw my dad play was at a Path of Resistance show. I was on my, oh, really? I was on my mother's shoulders. I was probably like... I Probably not even six yet. No shit. And I, I believe... I'm trying to remember everything because I get some of the years mixed up. But it was at a skate park and there was like an insane fight that broke out. And people were like murdering each other. You must have been petrified. No, I, I don't think yeah. I even knew what was going you on. You were just like, oh, this is... I think I was just like, oh, my mom was like, yeah, this is cool. Why are they screaming? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I remember like seeing that like a very young age and like, that was like crazy cool. But that's definitely how I got into it. Cause I would just, my dad has a straight edge clothing line. I wore that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like the storm machine, I mm-hmm. wear his shirts all the time. And you know, the earth crisis shirts. All the- I basically have yeah. any shirt you can imagine the earth crisis has ever come out with is in my drawers. <laughs> No matter how rare you think it is, it is in my drawers. Do you know how many sellers on eBay are envious of you right now? People are probably going to DM me. <laughs> like, hey, I heard you had some merch. Like, not for you. <laughs> Yo, hook me up with that Harley logo ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, but yeah, that's definitely how I got into it. Because Now, well, when was the point when you're like, this is definitely, like, even despite, like, your, your parents being uh, straight edge. Like, Honestly, it's just like... I definitely realized it from a very young age, like, prior to, like, whenever, like, I just started, like, because, you know, like, you don't remember, like, some parts of your childhood because you just don't really have a brain yet. You're not really, yeah. like, in, taking in things and remembering things. You're just kind of living through it. And yeah. then you start, like, building a personality and, like, learning things and realizing what's going on around you. Yeah. The moment, like, I started, like, learn and, like, see things and, like, see how, like, people are acted around me was probably, like... In eight or ten, I started like kind of seeing things and just like realizing like how people were and like how they acted, mm-hmm. and um, definitely seeing like relatives like go through struggles with you know substance abuse and stuff like that um, was definitely like an eye opener at an early age, just like seeing that kind of stuff because mm-hmm. it's not easy to see like people like even if you weren't like the closest relatives to them, like they might be kind of a distant one. Yeah, you still would like hear about it and you'd be like, oh shit, that really sucks and. You're a young kid, so you don't really know what it even is. Right, exactly. But you know it's bad because you see your family upset and you know, like, something's wrong. You just have that feeling. Yeah. And I remember a big thing, too, when I was a kid. is like, I I went to a lot of funerals as a kid. And that's something, like, I don't really talk about. But I went to, like, a ton of funerals as a kid, like, for one of my cousins. Like, her friends, like, a lot of them died at a very young age. And it's terrible. That's so, all. like, and I, like, knew a lot of them. Yeah. Like, I grew up with them. Like, my cousin uh, was a few years older than me, and, like, so she had, like, a lot of older friends, stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I would hang out with all of them and stuff like that. I, you know, I, I grew up with them. I hung out with them and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, here, Joey got in a motorcycle accident, you know. Brittany OD, like, even those are made-up names, but yeah, yeah. you'd hear shit like that, and you'd be like, holy fuck, like, I'm a kid. How do I even process this? Yeah. So... I just remember at a young age being like, well, thank God I do this and I'll never, ever go near this stuff again. Yeah. So that just kind of made me realize, like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to be. See, it's taken me, like, I mean, those are, that's the easiest way to, like, is to see, like, that if you make, I mean, and, like, I'll preface this by saying, you and I have, like, said this, like, to each other before, is, like, we have friends who aren't straight edge at all. Yeah. But, like, also, 
I don't think you or I hang out with anybody that's off the rails, out of control, and no, doing drugs off the... I don't care what you do. I just want you to be safe and live a good life. Yeah. That's all I give a shit about. Like, exactly. I don't care if you drink. I don't care if you smoke pot. Live your life, but do it safely. That's all I ever exactly. ask people. And, like, uh, like, I don't have really any straight-edge friends left. Yeah, I, I hardly do either. Yeah. It's, it's a very rare thing these days. It really is. But I think there was no, like... I don't think there was, like, a big epiphany that happened with me, per se. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, my parents were both cigarette smokers, Mm -hmm. which I I loathed. And, you know, my father is now dead because he was a cigarette smoker. That's tough. Oh, it's terrible. He died died so young, like, 56 years old. Yeah, that's that's really young. And, I I mean, it's so, like, and it it kills me that, like, my mother and father were both in the same hospital at the same time with cancer. Oh, Jesus My mother got half of her lung removed. Three flights up from him, he laid in the bed, got told, listen, you have lung cancer, it's spread to your brain, you have six months to live, he died five days later. Oh, God. Before, like, my mother got out of the hospital, and then two days later, he died. Like, got transported, like... Yeah, that's, uh, that's not easy. No, it's terrible. Um, but, but, obviously, before that, I was straight edge. I've been straight edge for, let's see, Jesus, uh, 16 years now? Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, from a, the time I've cla- long time. claimed yeah. it, you know exactly. what I mean? Um, and... I would definitely say there was never a point where I like claimed, but I just think because both my parents are straight and stuff like that, I was just like, okay, I'm straight edge, right? But I want to be stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, but it was an easy decision. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I don't think there was like a, and a, uh, there was never like an epiphany type moment, I guess. But I remember like you know in junior high because that's when you know I, I like. I was into like started. I was already into punk. Ramones were already my favorite band. I was already into like punk and stuff. But then like I started like I discovered bands like Hatebreed mm-hmm. and Brothers Keeper and stuff. Exactly. And from there, like you start getting exposed to, um, you know, obviously Earth Crisis. Yeah, Earth Crisis. When once you find out like okay, this band's only. 25 minutes from where I live. Yeah, so so you know like you're not alone. Yeah. Like you know there are more people Exactly. Like you. And they had like and, and they'd recently broken up so they weren't around mm-hmm. but I remember, remember the first I had bought uh, like an 18 Visions record and a Throwdown record. That's awesome. They both shared members uh, at the time um, and I remember like I knew Straight Edge or I knew what Straight Edge was like I had found out like through like the very early ages of the internet and like seeing like reading like i got a zine at a show yeah yeah like you were something me, like you that don't used to be a really popular thing yeah you don't see it now except like the spark art space has a ton which is really cool yeah, yeah. i feel like that's probably the only place i've ever seen it like, yeah in at least syracuse well i remember going to like all the the venues that syracuse used to have mm-hmm. and they would have you know the PETA pamphlets they would have any kind of animal rights pamphlets they would have you know uh, you know, I'd said like mothers against drunk driving, like dare yeah. type shit. Um, People actually trying to make a difference. Get which was messages cool. of yeah. positivity out there, mm-hmm. um, which you don't see anymore. But Never. I remember reading like, and I was just like listening to like the lyrics and stuff like that. And for some reason, it just like seemed like it was clicking with me. But I didn't. I never really like outwardly focused on the straight edge stuff right away. Yeah. Even though I loved those bands, mm-hmm. but then like. At that same, like, time frame, everyone who was cool in, like, junior high was, like, smoking weed and, like, talking about, like, drinking on the weekends. Yeah, like, I went to a private school and that's exactly what it was. I was the only kid in the entire school who didn't party on the weekends or anything like that. So I was an outcast for it. And that's not an easy thing to have to deal with. No, no. Especially when you're growing up, which is, like, such a vulnerable time. And while everyone's around, you're like, oh, you know, we're doing this, we're doing that. And you're just sitting there, like... Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. I remember when, like, the shift happened because uh, uh, an awesome weekend for me was watching movies. Playing was, video games? Yes. Watching movies, playing N64. Exactly. And showing, like, like having friends over, like, hey, I just rented this movie. I watched this one, yeah. like, years ago. It's Those sick. are the straight-edge kids' awesome best weekends. That's, like, yes. the best thing ever. Yes. Like, I used to have LAN parties for Call of Duty and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. CSGO or not. Uh, Counter Strike, yeah, yeah, that. like that was like my best weekend. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, is that you know you would go into school and like you would hear like the aftermath of like these things, and it was always like it was never good because it was kids. No, going, someone threw up. Yeah, someone, someone, someone just destroyed something. Yeah. yeah, 
Um, but I remember when the shift happened, when kids I was hanging out with, like, stopped hanging out with me because watching, like, because I lived, like, on the outskirts of yeah. my town, so I lived kind of, like, in a rural setting. Mm. So I had woods all around me, so we'd be able to, like, just go out in the middle of nowhere and, like, have a, have a bonfire and just, yeah. like, do, like, just do shit you couldn't do if you lived in, like, the mm. city. Um, but when it started shifting and I noticed that, like, only certain friends would come over... That's when I was like, yeah, the whole, like, I don't, it's not, I don't find it cool to, like, go drink at a party. Yeah. And I think it, like, and I was just like, uh, I remember someone saying, well, you know, girls don't hang out with guys who don't drink type thing. And someone said, I remember someone saying something like that. I've, I've heard the same thing. When I was, no, like, younger, yeah. and I was just like. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> I was just like, uh. That's not true. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Um, but I remember. I remember, I don't remember a specific moment, but I remember going, um, I remember just going to a show and, like, seeing, like, and it was never for me. I know for people, they talk about straight edge, like, being, like, you know, uh, a brotherhood and, like, the hardcore scenes of brotherhood. Mm Mm-hmm. It was, for me, it was always, like, if it was ever considered a brotherhood to me, it was always an unspoken brotherhood, because I never really associated with people a lot at sh- like like talk to people at shows Same, a lot like I have only started to do that like the last two years yeah. and I'm 20 now and I've gone to shows since I was a kid I have acquaintances but very few people I consider friends that I've met through going to shows which yeah. is funny because they always talk about how it's a brotherhood but to me mm-hmm. it's became like a brotherhood of clickiness yeah and it isn't like straight edge is like it's for me yeah exactly it's for it's my personal, personal choice yeah we don't we're not preaching it we're not going off and yeah, trying yeah. to change people. We just do it for us. It's like people who practice a religion but aren't preachy about it. It's what exactly. we care about. It's how we like to live our lives. But we're never going to be like, you're wrong for doing that. Right, you're right. Wrong for the, we, you just want to live your life the way you want to. And, you know, we live it this way and everyone else can live their lives that exactly. way. Exactly. And that's how it should be. And it's always confused me when people, because I remember, because I was 16 years old and I got these three X's tattooed on yeah. my leg. <laughs> Now these are. I've never seen these. This is Fort. No, wrong leg. Nope, it's right leg, right there. That's a tasteful tat. So those got tattooed on me when I was 16 years old, going into I don't even know, like sophomore year or whatever. And I remember the summer I got them because I was in summer school. Um, <laughs> and uh, I was. We are not the academic type. No, no. Um, and I remember kids saying like, "Oh, you'll drink, you'll drink." And at the same time, I was vegetarian too. So they're like. You'll eat me, you'll drink, yeah. and, like, it kills me because I look back now and, like, you know, since I was 16, I'm now, like, this is 14 years later. Is it 14? Yes, 14. 14 years later? Yeah, we're not good at ac- academics, like we said. <laughs> <laughs> I did fail math a couple times, but we don't look back at that. Yes, same here. I was fucking terrible at math. Okay, see, see, yeah, that, uh, see uh, Yes, exactly. Are you straight edge yeah. math? Hit us up, we'll be friends. <laughs> um... But I, I look back now, it's 14 years later, and I still have the same ideals and ideas that I and beliefs that I had when I was 16 as I do when I'm 30 years old. Now. Exactly, yeah. Um, but what... Okay, this is a good... This is going to be a good one. All right. And you can you can go for a, a stock answer because okay. you are you are the son of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um, favorite straight edge song? Ugh. That is tough. Because, you know, I could just say one of my dads, but I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to because obviously I love his music and I I do legitimately love my dad's music. And a lot of people are like, oh, you probably don't really listen to it. I'm like, no, I actually do. I love all of his yeah. records. I think everything he's done has been great. I think his death metal band, Frey, is amazing. I think anything, I fucking love Frey. Thank you. And like Path of Resistance is amazing too. I think anything he's ever done is great. And I think he's very underrated because like he, I've watched him write the records that people have come to love yeah and it's yeah. amazing to watch his process because he is one of the most hardworking. just he's amazing he's, he's like the coolest dad ever so i'm really lucky to have awesome parents but if i was pick my favorite straight edge song it would actually probably be harm's way ease my mind that's because like, that's awesome. just like it's yeah. just such a hard song and it just makes me want to punch a, a hole through a and wall what and, a simple phrase yeah, to like summit I, I literally think like that phrase is like the easiest thing ever because like as I've gone through, like, you know, my life, everyone deals with depression and loss and, like, heartbreak and everything like that. But, like, I would rather 
deal with all that stuff face on than ever just try and bury it beneath bury it beneath substances or anything like that because i know it will always resurge and come back up so i know if i were to ever do that it would just be it would be terrible yeah because that's just not the way i am as a person and i just don't think that's the a good way to deal with things because no matter what you do it's always going to come back to get you oh yeah you can't hide and nothing you can hide temporarily yeah exactly like you can only push down something for so long whether you need to just talk to someone or just get some help that's that's fine you never have to be worried about doing that because i think everyone needs to get help at some point in their lives so yeah that's a maybe a little bit of lengthy answer but i would say that's probably i like it mine favorite straight edge song it's so hard but it is hard i will go Ooh, this is hard I am gonna go that kind of too drunk to fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard if I had to pick one I would go ah raise your fist thro- raise your fist throw down okay yep that's a good one I'll allow it. <laughs> Just because I remember seeing that live. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I saw it live, and I saw... And I don't even know... I mean, back then it felt... When, you're, when I was a teenager, it felt good to know that you had people like-minded around Exactly, because that's it, like the best feeling, especially when you're an awkward teenager. Yeah, <laughs> like to feel like you're not alone. You have you're part of fucking, a group. Yes. You have... You have you may have never even you heard. have a true alliance and affiliation exactly. with something. Yeah, but I mean now it's completely like I don't care about anybody's edge but my own. Yeah, for the most exactly. part. For the most part. Yeah. Um, obviously I I care about someone's decisions if they're making decisions that are harming yeah, like themselves we about, or someone we else. Just want everyone to make good decisions. Yeah, and that's it. But um, it's uh I remember seeing that and I remember. Specifically the band, and I don't think anybody that was in the band at that time isn't straight edge anymore. I believe they're all still straight edge to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. But I remember seeing uh them scream it. And okay. I was just like that was the first time when I was just like, Wow. They mean it like Yeah. And I I used to think and I I, I used to think like no one is like no one believes this as much as I do. Yeah. Like, because I've mm-hmm. seen, like, people, like, stop being straight edge or things like that. But, and I, and whether, you know, people change. People Definitely. people get, you know, to a point in their lives, I guess, where they find that they've moved on from it. And I, I will say I have heard certain people who are straight edge talk positively about that. And yeah. I, if, if nothing, I love and respect that, that they say... This was a time in my life. It did nothing but positive yes, things for I've, me. And I back anybody. It, and I definitely do as well. Because, and I love that. Yeah. Because that's paying respect to. A time period in your life that it helped you out. Or is a positive yeah. thing. Reflection. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, whether it just kept you out of what you were doing then. And it pre- prevented you from making decisions that could have hurt you at a younger age. Or things definitely. like that. Yeah. Um, I don't like the people who stop being straight edge and then like shit talk it. Yes. But I think those people get disenchanted, dis disenchanted by people who are, who bring a bad rap to the straight edge name and culture. People who use it as just like a term for a few years and then they're done with it. Or people who, you know, beat the hell out of somebody or kill someone over it or things like that. You know what I mean? That's just too much. That's just, yeah, yeah. It's overboard. It's unnecessary. But I remember seeing that and. And I remember seeing that show, and I was just like, "Shit!" I was just yeah. like, "That was like a, a moment where I was like, God damn!" Like, and I remember going home, listening to the record all night, mm. and like reading the lyrics, and you know, and it's little things like reading the thank yous, and they thank the Straight Edge, or they have you know XXX, yeah. And I was just like, "Wow!" It's a, like a, it's a big part. It's a as big of part of like someone else's life as it is now mine, like that feels good that like there's more people like me. Exactly. But yeah, I'd go with uh, I'd go with Throwdown, raise your fist. That's a good one. And I do have a second one just to throw in real quick because I just thought of it. It's a cool black on song. 
and I'm not sure if you know who they are, but they're newer. Are they a straight edge band? Straight edge me- messages. I don't know if they all are straight edge. I know the singer is. Oh, okay. Very like. I've seen them. I've seen them once before, but it was a few years ago. Yeah, no, I actually saw them recently at the Spark. That was a really good show. Um, I was screaming. They played like the Spark. Said, yeah. No yeah, shit. I didn't even a, know that about that. That was a fun show. show. Um, but they have a song called "Still Here," and it has my favorite vocalist of all time. You know who it is if you know me, Vincent Bennett of the Acacia Strain. Oh, nice. And it is a great song. Casey Strain have like because Vincent's straight edge. He yeah, has no, like some definitely edge type. like there's some songs where like it it you can tell like it's about oh yeah yeah you know addictions and stuff like that that right. like he's seen people go through and stuff like that because I I think he's actually been straight edge most of his life yeah too, which is awesome and he still is but it's cool because like it talks about like how they are still straight edge after all these years and like seeing everything that they've seen but mm-hmm. like they still stick to it because it's what means the most to them and it's what's gotten them through the most. And I think that that's an awesome like message yeah. song. Like, and if you have time, go listen to it. It's probably one of my favorite records from them. New Strength. It's it's amazing. I think every record they put out is great, but that is an awesome one. So definitely check that out. And uh, I I mean, opening the show too is uh, still crucified. Um, it's going. It's going. Uh, by uh, eighteen visions. Uh, and they also have another song. Or well, it's it's crucified. But um, if uh, there's another song called oath okay oh that is yeah. fucking amazing. that's off the new one right yes yeah no yeah definitely it's fucking amazing and if anybody knows me they already know that you know besides the ramones being my all-time favorite band yes. 18 visions is my fucking favorite band definitely. um but yeah any uh any closing thoughts on our uh discussion of straight edge straight edge superheroes and everything in between well i think we've definitely hit it but here i'm gonna throw a curveball here favorite stoner band Ooh, oh yeah how fitting what a I fitting think, i think let's let's pick our top three because that's an easy one for me because i I, I love three. Stone Metal. it's the best thing ever. oh I, dude i don't have any qualms like Most i listen relaxing to more... stuff to ever listen to okay now does it have to technically be stoner metal or can it be to... stoner influence or influence like... or okay. like you can just you know you know they like to have fun okay 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 i have oh this is a good one this is you're right. That's what I'm all about. Throwing curveballs. So in crisis, 2018. <laughs> <laughs> now you need to like write to. Uh, you need to write to like. Uh, to like decibel or like metal hammer or like revolver or something and see if we can get a son of crisis stoner metal tracks <laughs> that column. would be amazing <laughs> that's what we need like tracks picked by charlie crisis <laughs> yeah. it's either charlie crisis or son of crisis i think charlie crisis is only your funny, top yeah. stoner your stoner track pick yeah, of the week exactly. of the month oh well, yeah i'll start it off because this is a nice one for me sleep have you ever heard of them yes I they have. are one of the best i would say damn straight the king's of stoner metal. I only Fantastic. recently checked them out. Probably they like just a dropped couple a new years record ago. Today. And you can listen to it. And it's fantastic. Oh, did they drop? Yes, a they did. Record? Definitely check it out. How long have they been around? Forever. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I thought that they'd been around for a while. But yeah, no, they're they're definitely probably the band that got me into the genre. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're just fantastic. So I would definitely say Sleep. Uh, check them out if you haven't. Yeah, probably some of the best droney riffs you'll ever hear and the vocals are really cool because especially on that first record they just do like a lot of cool distortion effects yeah. in his voice so definitely check that out and now you I think I can't I can't think of a third one off the top of my head but I'll tell you my two favorite stoner that, that works. stoner metal rock in, tracks influence. ever yeah, okay, yeah. number one one of the greatest bands that have ever lived Black Sabbath, sweetly. Oh yeah, the fucking riff in that is that fucking is amazing. Great. I was gonna say. See, Black we're not like assholes. No, we're edge, guys. Not. We're talking about Sweetly by Black we're Sabbath. We're pretty hip. I like. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then my all-time favorite stoner influence song of all time, "Down, Bury Me in Smoke." Oh, terrific pick. Oh, I want to. Oh, that song is amazing. Oh my god, and fucking legendary! I, riff. I was working at Soundgarden, and my buddy Casey put in the CD, and I had never listened to Down. Yeah, I loved Pantera growing up, but for some reason, I just never found Down. Yeah, and I was probably like, I think I was like seventeen when I was working there, and he put it on, and like, I believe Barry Me and Smoke closes out the album. Yes, right? yes. 
And I just remember being like, wow, that was insane. And then just, I hear the thumping of the drum. Holy shit. I remember just like stopping everything I was doing. I had like a handfuls of DVDs and that were, you know, just all like spilling out from my arms. I was like, this is amazing. And then I probably dropped half the stack. Oh my God. That. Like, if you can find live videos from when they played uh, oh, Download Fest, like, in, the, yeah. in, like, 2009 That's the or one uh, out in, is that the Australia one? Uh, that's the one over in England somewhere. Eng- okay, yeah, I remember. He, I like, think, stops yeah. the crowd, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like, I want to see you move. Yes, I can't do yes, a Phil yes. Tom impression. Like, <laughs> you know, he just sounds tough. Well, he but, fucking, like, they're, like, going, when it's, like, when they're getting ready to go back into it, mm-hmm. and then the, they're, like bringing it down like slower and he just goes slow and fucking heavy <laughs> and like i was like oh yes you're like hell yeah hell. <laughs> oh, fucking amazing a, i gotta see them but um, dude i i have a funny story about them i went and saw them at clifton park uh really? 2009 drove all the way out there by myself um and uh i'm sitting there and i'm getting ready to see them yeah it's a getting huge, all jazzed like, up yeah and like they're like they were like they still are they're in the, I mean, Pantera is even more so one of my favorite oh, yeah. bands. But down, I fucking there's like a five or six year window where I literally listen to Nola nonstop. Yeah. No, you, you you have to. And I uh, like I'm a huge Crowbar fan. Kurt was obviously in that. Pepper Keenan, I'm a huge Coc fan, so I was in that. Rex Brown wasn't in the band at the time. He had just recently left. Yeah. Um. And a huge I Hate God fan, Jimmy Bauer, obviously. It's like that's a, gonna it's be a, my second pick, by the way. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. Um, and like I'm sitting there, I'm waiting for him to go, and I thought someone was. This is a disgusting story, and I had oh, a straight God. edge moment at a down show. Oh God! <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, th- I kept thinking someone was spilling their beer on me because it oh, kept like s- like splashing on my leg. Like it's happened to most people. And I was just like, what the fuck is someone like spilling their beer? Because like it kept like like. You know how, like, when someone, like, spills something, but, it, like, I had shorts on. I yeah. cut off camo shorts on, of course. You just thought someone was peeing on your leg. I turn around. The guy had his dick out. He's pissing. Oh, my. On I the floor. It. Pissing on the floor behind me. Yeah, hey, I mean, you gotta go somewhere. I propped. I turned around. I put my back against the barricade because I was right there because I wanted to be up front for down. I put my my palms on the barricade. I put my pushed myself up a little, <laughs> and I kicked him right in his friggin' exposed dick. Oh, God. That's that's actually amazing. I was so pissed. I intended. would be pissed if someone pissed on Pun me. Pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, what asshole has his dick out pissing on the ground because he doesn't want to leave? I was so fucking mad. And I would be I had been enraged. I had a actually speaking of this, uh, I was at a Slayer show. Slayer, okay. and this is it was Jeff Hanneman. Was I it raining it was, pee? No, thanks. Instead of blood. <laughs> but speaking of like you know freaking ignorant assholes that are like drunk at shows, um, so Slayer's it was the twentieth and it was the twentieth or thirtieth. 20, no, 30, not 30th. 20th anniversary of Seasons in the, in the Abyss. Okay. They're playing Seasons in the Abyss in its entirety. So, uh, they're going, like, they fucking kick in, like, a war ensemble. Like, I'm fucking oh, losing yeah. my mind. Uh, Slayer's up there. They're one of my favorite bands oh, yeah. of all time. I mean, they have to. And uh, some guy, he was probably, like, 5'6", drunk as a motherfucking skunk fucking like rip just annihilated oh my god and he was ripping on my shirt and another guy's he had us both by like the the collars of the shirt it was like ripping down on us like that and i don't know why and i was just like what's this guy doing so i tried getting his arm off him but he had like that death drunk grip where like he wasn't letting go he was like a crocodile like those dogs that can like lock their jaws just like they're just locked it's going nowhere and i'll never forget it because this guy introduced himself to me before uh, Testament went on, because it was He's Testament. Like, I just want to let you know, I might get a little weird. Well, not that, not that guy, but there was a big, tall guy with long hair. Looked like he was fucking like it was a roadie for a Montemart. <laughs> just about to say, he introduced himself to me as Metal John. A Metal John. He didn't introduce himself as John, which was his Christian name. Christian name. <laughs> <laughs> he comes up, he shakes. He's like. I had a disembodied shirt on, funny enough, but he saw, like, the back of it, which said, Death the Christian Metal. So he, like, spins me around, he's just like, he literally just spun me around. And he's just like, hey, man, that's a cool shirt. And I was like, thanks, man. He's like, I'm Metal John. <laughs> Dude was, like, a giant. He looked like he was, like, 6'8". Like, he, he was just... straight out of Norway. For real. Like, had, like, a big fucking leather, was like... Was part in the lot? <laughs> yeah, probably. 
Yeah, he had a big fucking, like, black leather fucking thing with all the pyramid fucking, like, things on it. That's awesome. And he had, like, a, I don't know, he had, like, a death shirt or something on. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, he shakes his hand, he introduces himself as Metal John. And, like, anyway, so that was, like, before. So Slayer, the guys, this drunk guy's got me and another guy buy our shirts. And he's, like, ripping down our shirts. So I'm trying to, like, freaking Bruce Lee chop his arm to, like, get him to let go. It's not going well. It's nothing's going on. And, like... Finally, security, like, pops up, and he, like, they flash light on, they're like, this asshole, get him the fuck out of here. And no one could get this guy, he had the crocodile, the, the pit bull yeah, death lock on the us. The death lock, and he was hulking out. Yeah, oh yeah, bad combination. Plus, he was drunk. So, so that's no good. Like, like a gold, like a golden god. Like a, Metal John saves yes, the day. Metal John literally comes. Did he, like, do a, a hair flip at least? I, I'm not was, like, sure. like a fan on but him. But it, it was, was like, like, I'm telling you, it was, there was a like, glow around him. <laughs> because he literally just like picked this guy up like he was a baby. <laughs> and just like, I literally watched him, his hands just smack on the side of his, each side of his torso. Yeah, and literally him. picked him up like he was a child and just <laughs> handed him to security. <laughs> and then collectively, like six or seven of us just like double high-fived everyone. Like, yeah. And we're double high-fiving Metal John. And that was one of the greatest moments ever Mel John sounds like a, a hero oh yeah he was a hero for the night I've never seen the man again but hopefully we, we maybe, cross paths maybe he listens to this podcast oh my god I hope so um and then for the last my last two picks I'm gonna go with I hate God uh cause I mean just kinda have to oh of they're course. great I mean a lot more heroin probably yeah than, yeah unfortunately unfortunately he cleaned up I think we he could, had to didn't he we, have a liver yes, transplant he has, right he has a laundry list of issues yeah but very talented band, so I love those guys. And it's kind of funny, like, all the bands I'm naming, I got into because of the people I worked with at um, Soundgarden. Yeah, yeah. Thank you to everyone at Soundgarden who showed me good music and got me out of Asking Alexandria. <laughs> we don't talk about that time period. It's a shameful time um, that I, I hide all the photos. Um, so I hate God, and then if I were to pick a third, it would probably be Caius, uh, which is basically predating uh, Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, it's Josh Homme. Yeah, but a different vocalist. I always forget the guy's name, but he had like a really gruff, like almost like comically like tough guy sound voice, but it was great. And like, I did not like it for the longest time, but I loved the riffs, like his vocals, but I I love the riffs because they're just so droney and good because Josh Homme's like still new, but he's like, he's on a lot of shit and he's just like going ham on that guitar and it's amazing. So I would say it's like Caius and like first couple Queens of the Stone Age records are very, like, yeah. stoner influenced, yeah. And even, like, some of their newer stuff is very... Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that's definitely uh, top three. Nice. Four. I like it. All right. Uh, that's it. That's it. Uh, tell everyone where they can find uh, Doom Tunes and what you got coming out, what's going on you. next, anything cool going on with Doom Tunes. You can find me on the Instagrams, because that's, truthfully, the only place I post anymore. I have a Facebook, but... Honestly, I don't post anything on there. Um, Instagram is where I post everything at. Uh, it's Doom underscore T O O N S. It's not T U N E S, which has been a, a common problem. Oh, yeah. So I always make sure to say it. Uh, that's um, new stuff's coming out. I'm right now. I'm doing like a Looney Tune slash like Disney series where I'm just doing like really messed up like uh, basically making all your childhood favorites look like they're out of prison. <laughs> so that's kind of the thing I'm doing right now and. Uh, Probably some new shirts coming out the next couple months. Um, and no shows announced yet, but I am currently working on putting one together. That should be pretty good. Um, hopefully it's going to be a really big one and a charity event as well. So I'll definitely will keep you all posted. So thanks for listening. Awesome. All right, you can find us at um, Instagram, at HeartGuideMedia. On Twitter, at HeartGuideMedia. You can download the podcast, stream it. Um uh, on SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, if you have an Apple product, you can download the podcast app. It's free, and you can find us within that. I think you have to go through iTunes to actually find us. But I think you do, but it's not that hard. No, no. The link to the direct link to the, our iTunes to subscribe and download is in the Instagram bio. Rate um, and review. Rate and review. And Pref- share with your friends. Yes. Preferably five stars. Preferably if you like uh, myself and all these wonderful friends that I always have on to talk endlessly about the strangest and most Weirdest unstrange. things yes. you can ever come up with in 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
But yeah, that'll do it. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.